0: I'm Felina, and I'm Summer, and you are listening to Broken Broken, <laughs> because we're both the podcast about living your best life by getting real. Welcome, broken people. This is Felina, and this is Summer, and today we have Desiree Abba with us, and she's gonna chit chat with us. She's been hang- she hung out with us last week for Caitlin's episode, and, Hi. and now we're gonna <laughs> chat with her. And we are drinking Prosecco poolside again. Yes. Uh, Just Prosecco this time, so cheers. If Maybe. we sound buzzed, Thank you so much are. for coming. Thank I appreciate it. Somebody else want orange juice in theirs? So I think I might actually I'm, put some orange I'm juice in mine. I'm
1: mine, so it's fine. I'm going <laughs> to go get orange <laughs> juice. Y'all, y'all get started. <laughs> I think when that happens, you just pour the orange juice, too. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And then I can That's just lick it, it, it off my shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're going to want to get a ring. Ring it over the open mouth. I feel like that needs to be a video episode. Yes. Definitely. Yes. I will buy it. I will pay money to see that. I'll buy it. Just for the just for the (laughs) video. For high women squeezing orange juice and Prosecco. Right? Like, you know how sex workers have their exclusive Snapchat? Yeah. That's what we need to do. Like, once a week, you're (laughs) happy. I love it. Just random, you know. -hmm. I'm just going to pour a
0: little (laughs) bit of orange juice and a little bit of pineapple juice Mm in mine. Does anybody want either of those things or both? That amazing. I think some orange
1: juice will work for me. To me. Thank you.
0: Yep, yeah, this is happening. Kalina, the bartender, right yes. now. Mm-hmm. I had my like first. Yeah, what yeah, what was it
1: we drank that one day? Mm-hmm. I mimosas. Mm-hmm. I had my first mimosa. Oh, this is essentially a mimosa. Yeah. It's Prosecco. Yes. I had never had any. Orange juice. Oh,
0: thank you. I'm you just. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh, have a splash okay. of pineapple in mine, too, because I'm fancy as fuck. She, she is. She it really is. I really am not. I just. I like bougie things
1: i um, can you a that. Libra. You know, <laughs> I'm a Scorpio.
0: Okay. A I am totally a Scorpio.
1: Thank you. All right. All right. So, so where are you from? I am from um, Washington State. So How did here? you end up here? That's a whole, whole story. <laughs> do tell. Um, I came down here with a partner that I was with at the time. Um, and the whole backstory is just shenanigan thing, Um, I I don't even know where to... I don't want to, like, drag it out, basically. Okay. Um, So I started dating a woman, and um, she went to school at OU, and it kind of... Our relationship kind of came down to, like, long distance is tough for both of us, so you can come down here with me, or we can break up because she was going to school, and I had a job, and... At the time, it seemed obvious that, like, of course I would come. to Because, you know, school is less bendable than mm-hmm. a, a job right, is. I can find a job anyway. Yeah, it's fine. So I came down here. And um, I I wouldn't say that I regret anything because I wouldn't be, you know, where I am now. And and it was a good... Um, I know, we loved each other very much. I really believe that. But it wasn't necessarily a healthy relationship. mm mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I came down here with her, and um, we broke up, but I had a job and a band and, like, starting to make friends. And How long event. ago was that? Um, I came down here, I think, in <laughs> 20... Th- I'm really bad with, like, I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday. So, um, I think it was uh, 2013, 2014, maybe, um, somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly the month or whatever. Um. And you said you had a band. You, know, you and mm-hmm. I
0: met over music. Yes. Because you are friends with women that I'm friends with. And I've been hosting the the yeah. Ladies Jam. And you came over knowing uh, Ellie, yes.
1: right? did and uh, did you know her from the blue bonnet or I did yeah I wandered in there on an open mic night okay um and I had heard about it I've I've been to a few open mic nights in town but not a ton just because I'm so introverted that like I want to be out there but at the same time like the comfort of my house I feel you on that I'm always torn um so, I've been to like Michelangelo's a few times and a few other bars. Um, and that it, it had been a few years actually since I'd done anything, mm-hmm. um, live musically. So, I decided to go there and just kind of feel it out and, um, she, I think she approached me after, like I went there once or twice, I think, to see like what it looked like, just because I'm anxious and have to know that kind of thing in advance, and so I went there and did the open mic night and she approached me afterwards and um, just became friends on Instagram, Facebook yeah. and I think we maybe talked, like I, we really didn't know each other all that well, mm-hmm. and I still don't really know her all that well, she's just so sweet She's um, awesome, yeah I, She's just such a. a, a like she's so, I just I want to hug her. She's so nice. And yeah. um, she invited me uh, to the thing and I was like, I barely know you. How do I don't even know if you know these people. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> like how, how are you inviting me to this thing? And I'm but I'm so glad I came cuz normally I wouldn't ever do something like that. I'm just, I'm like too anxious of a person. I'm like, no, these people won't like me. I won't know. Any. I'm not oh my good God. enough. I'm no, I'm, I loved
0: that you came. I, I loved getting to know. i like, I know I've said this before, but it was like, I, it was, it's like field of dreams. Like you build it build and they will, and will come. come. Yes. Like I created this space for, I didn't realize mm-hmm. all other female musicians who were mm-hmm. struggling with like feeling free, like having a space that was yeah. free of criticism or anything. Because I had dealt with male bandmates, mm-hmm. and they had dealt with male bandmates. And not even just bandmates, just men in general. Just, and yeah. not that there aren't good ones, too. <laughs> you, you know, I know oh, some amazing dudes. All you. Dude. <laughs> just
1: ignore this. Oh, Y'all yeah. can't
0: burp like that. I'm just saying. Um, But
1: (laughs) we'll see. Let me have a little more prosecco. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Um, But uh, I mean, it was such a created safe space that people. I didn't realize so many people were going to need, Mm -hmm. and it was a really cool outcome.
1: And honestly, I don't think I knew that I needed it. I thought I was. Well, I, I knew I wasn't fine, but it was like, I didn't realize that that was the thing that I was really aching for, was a, mm-hmm. a positive space for so many women, and I didn't realize that so many people would be there, and I really, I don't know what it was that made me come, because, like I said, normally I would never have, and I'm <sighs> so glad that I man, did, it just
0: makes me feel, like, so honored that I had all these women in my home. I, you like,
1: should, because... Oh, it, man,
0: no, it, I feel, like, so honored that I've been allowed this space to be able to host everyone it's, like and I feel honored cool. that you
1: do it's like, really it is, cool it's been beautiful and the whole two times that I like <laughs> the one that I missed I was like no I was like, it was just therapy. on Sunday yes. yeah it's it's been so wonderful and just getting to know slowly the people that are there and they all have their own stories and it's well, I
0: think we're going to open up the next one, be a little more inclusive to like women who are just artistic, whether yeah. you're a painter, you're a poet, yeah. whatever, whatever your craft is, if anything, just is a safe space for women and feminine Me energy, too. period. Because yeah. I'd like to invite uh, my cousin Alexis. She's transgender, but like I know that she would. Love this space, and it's a feminine energy, and it's about being positive. It's a body-positive space. It's totally supportive. It's just feminine energy. Like I don't know if you've ever read tarot, have your tarot read, Mm. but it's you know like the cards. They will depict male and female, but it's not about gender. It's It's about the the energy, and there are certain characteristics that define each of those energies: the male and feminine energy, and the the environment i want to create here in my home when i invite women over it's about having the feminine energy it doesn't mean that you have to be genetically a a female gender you know it's just about bringing that feminine energy to the space and feeling non-judgmental and safe and
1: yeah i love that yeah Yeah. so. so yeah it's refreshing. It really is. It's really nice, right? so It really is.
0: I didn't even realize myself how much I needed it until mm-hmm. it happened. I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm I into think, this. And
1: so often I think we don't. It's like, we're going to try this thing. And it's like um, just immediately like a beautiful growth of this thing that you didn't expect to happen and you're
0: like clearly Well, and one of the other things I've seen happening is like the last one we talked about entrepreneurship yeah. and yes. like making sure we value ourselves and as female musicians like Sunshine was talking about how she doesn't depend on music to make an income anymore but she books like she fucking does because yeah. she doesn't want she's never going to play a gig for free because that devalues all of us mm-hmm. by offering that skill set for free Mm-hmm. And that's how all musicians really point. need to think. Yes. You know, yeah. you have to make people pay you, mm-hmm. to so that your skill set has a value for your fellow musician that's and so your true. fellow artist. You pay everybody else for mm-hmm. their skill set. Mm-hmm. Why is this yeah. one
1: less important than? Right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, even if you're going, if you even if you don't need the money, like if it, like she gave the example of a group of dentists who had a band and they were playing for free. Don't fucking do that shit. Mm-hmm. Make them yeah. pay, but give the money to charity. Yeah. You know, right. but make the venues pay. But if they
1: can't, because it. if they can get apps without paying, they're not going to want to pay. And right, it's not so only important for, for them, yeah. but it's important for every other band too. It's like if these people are making you pay, then other right. people are going to start asking. Yeah. Like, you
0: So, uh, you, Desiree, you play a yeah. little bit of guitar and you Thank write you. music, yeah. and you are a beautiful singer. I've Thank heard you. you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you've got this sweet, beautiful, sort of haunting voice and you sing in foreign languages and it's really hauntingly sweet is. and beautiful i love it yeah I i'm like
1: in French and
0: Spanish, so. i'm like no, this i'm like this cool. like overbearing like bull in a china shop whose voice is way too big and <laughs> no, like no, 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 no. overpowers everything there's and, no
1: such thing as having a voice that's that's. well it, we're just
0: we're very opposite because your voice is so like soft and sweet but like when you when it makes you want to like be Quiet and listen. Like I really I think it's really beautiful.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that so much that I mean it. That means a lot, thank I mean you. It. It's
0: beautiful. So how did you get started
1: playing? Um, oh boy. Uh, in high school I think uh, was the first time that I played a guitar. <laughs> um, Sorry, we have sirens. Okay, oh no, oh, I didn't even realize. I'm yeah, like
0: talk a little
1: Um Yeah, high school I think was the first time I played a guitar. I had had, um, my mom got me like a keyboard I think in like third grade or something and I just kind of tinkered with it and but I was always really drawn to um, like literature and poetry and like just words and how people communicate. Um, And so I, I don't really consider myself a musician as much as a lyricist, I guess. And I just love singing. Um, and I, I really, I got into guitar, um, because I wanted to write songs and it was like, I have to do something. Like I can't just, you know, so, um, it's not, I, I, I would hate saying guitar isn't my passion, but like playing an instrument isn't necessarily my passion but it goes along with my passion of right. communicating through this very emotional I'm the same kind of songwriter as yeah. you are mm-hmm. yeah
0: I, like like guitar and music was secondary yeah. to mm-hmm. my love of poetry and yes. words and storytelling it's like and, this is how I know how to yeah. communicate and, and then music and became a tool yes, to express it exactly yeah, yeah
1: and I'm, I've always been Horrible. even now I'm horrible at and I don't know I don't really understand this but it's like I can't say really what I'm feeling I can just feel it and so and sometimes it's easier to just write it in a song that um is um, more poetic or you know it's yes. not a hundred percent clear it's not saying like I feel shitty because it's you're not a direct person it's, it's because, <laughs> because emotions
0: are so complex yeah and mm-hmm. the wonderful thing about songwriting, maybe you can relate to this statement. Um, the, for me, the wonderful thing about songwriting is I can take a very, very complex emotion I'm having, mm-hmm. and it provides me the tool to explain it in, in a simple way. Mm-hmm. And it's so complex, you know, it's so hard to understand, but if you can like, give it an analogy mm-hmm. uh, through song, so then it becomes uh, easier to understand and yeah. relate to. Mm-hmm. this is why I love Neil Young because the, all of Neil Young's if you ever listen to the lyrics of his songs yeah. like they're all these like heartbreaking stories mm-hmm. that are very simple very simply told yeah. very simple words it's, it's taking apart such complex life experiences and emotions mm-hmm. and breaking them down into this simple relatable story and that's what I love about Songwriting yeah. and music and lyrics, yeah. and when I've listened to your songs, I've like thought she writes songs like I do
1: because she, because I don't have content. the theory
0: background, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with yeah. the guitar. <laughs> Same, <laughs> I just I hear <laughs> just it, it, yeah, I hear just it, just and it. I make the sounds match my feelings, yes. and I write it down, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yes. that's, that's, that's right. what I do I too, okay. yeah, I
1: it's to wonderful, it. I, yeah. Well, and you so know, so who's Neil Young? No, i kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was about to say she was about to push somebody flip me at the a table. I was about to
0: push you in the. I was actually about to slap you. I'm not really sure which was gonna come out. I was looking at you like you were insane. So, mostly because I'm obsessed with Neil Young. If I would have been 27 when he was 27, mm-hmm. we would have been married. I okay.
1: Because we Whether were he liked we, it not. Found we were point. soulmates. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's
0: not aware, but we were soulmates.
1: Feel about the exactly. He, missed that he totally missed it. I
0: know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, I I got lost in talking about uh, songwriting and he's your like, inspiration for uh, because I just find a lot. I hang out with a lot of other musicians yeah. who are versed in theory and whatnot, mm-hmm. and and they don't quite understand how I can write a song that fits into like a one three five pattern on a c scale which means fucking nothing to me you know know what that means Uh, this is what it needs to sound like (laughs) right but i play by ear which you probably do too Mm -hmm. and they don't understand how i can write that
1: without knowing the theory behind it because it sounds right
0: exactly because we play by ear
1: it's mostly intuition yes yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah So it's not often that I get to talk to another musician. And you are a musician. Don't not call yourself one. Of course you are. It took me me years to call myself a musician. It's only been within the last year and a half, two years that
1: I have. It's it's a very yeah. difficult thing especially because I don't do it full time. And because you don't know the theory and, and all that. Yeah, yeah, me neither. It's like yeah. I know very no. very basic. Th- I think I took one theory class in college and it, it was enough to make me want more but it was like oh this isn't my major I can't keep, you know. You can't so spend I really want on it. yeah, me too. I yeah. I took two
0: two jazz guitar classes in college okay. and I was like oh I'm time for this. Nice. I like, yeah. I have more yeah. important thing.
1: Like real right. real, real jobs calling Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. Meanwhile, now at 37, I'm like, why the fuck did I well, take, I did, like, yeah. every yes. class I could have mm-hmm. my dumbass? So.
1: I know. It's so uh, easy to look back and be like, why? "Oh yeah."
0: <laughs> well, okay, but you obviously have been through some trauma, and you use uh, music and writing music mm-hmm. as a tool to mm-hmm. cope, yeah. which I very much relate to. Uh, so what, uh, what are the topics of, like, what situations in your life? have prompted the music that you've written
1: um that's a it seems like such a simple question um but (laughs) it's not it's it's hard to answer um i think the main uh overlapping issue i guess or topic would be depression Mm -hmm. um and anxiety without realizing it um Mm -hmm. and that I think looking back that manifested itself in like relationship issues. Um so I didn't like to necessarily write about relationships, but looking back into a lot of the lyrics that I wrote, especially beginning, it was like I'm very clearly writing about whatever relationship that I'm in, whether it's friendship or otherwise um, you know, romantic uh-huh. or a family relationship especially. Right. Um Yo, God, yeah, just a can of worms right there. Um, But I think uh, the underlying, uh, like, the deeper stuff of it, it wasn't about a relationship. It was about me and my dealing with it Uh um, and not really knowing how to deal with it because uh, emotions weren't something that we're taught really mm-hmm. how to deal with and, and express um, yeah too. exactly um expressing it was a, it was a big thing recognizing it and and expressing it mm-hmm. I don't know why we're not doing more right? it's no. do and it seems like such a simple thing and that's why I love this is so it, it sounds so cheesy but really I know it's not Mr. Rogers was so so Focused on like, ki- people are allowed to feel things, mm-hmm. and especially kids. Like that was this thing. Like you are allowed to feel whatever you're gonna feel. Please just experience it Aww. and talk about it. I feel cheated that I never watched got to see I, oh, like, it I it so see and like. This could my life a child. Yes, <laughs> right. And I don't think I even I didn't watch it enough to like it was it. it I, I kind of started watching it at that point where it wasn't cool to watch it so I yes. saw like a few you know so you but don't Mr. Really... Rogers was so great I know I know my mom hated
0: him and so she would tell me that like <gasps> well no, I think it was he must have been it? annoying
1: uh, yeah. you know think all about shows are think about <laughs> yes I'm like you're, <laughs> y'all aren't parents
0: but like you think about like the kids shows that your kids watch and you're like this shit is boring and annoying as fuck mm-hmm. Let's make up an excuse for why we don't need to watch <laughs> it anymore. Yeah, so that was what my mom was doing with Mr. Rogers. Even yeah, though yeah. I loved him, she was like, oh, Is Mr. Rogers somebody? needs to go to, like, bed for the weekend or something. You yeah. know, she was like, we don't need, yeah. you know. He's
1: hungover right now. Yeah, like, she always had the reason
0: why we did not need to watch Mr. Rogers anymore. Cause yeah. She was tired of watching it herself. Yeah. And you know what? I don't blame the woman. Because I've, I've done the same with my kids because I don't want to watch Bubble Guppies anymore. I'm not going to lie. This is why my children have TVs in their rooms. See, this <laughs> is... That in
1: there. You're yeah. like,
0: listen, I just can't handle this shit. Like, yes. I don't want to watch Myrie, Miley Cyrus's fucking... Oh, God, No third degree twin sister that's another teeny bopper right. soon no, to be star to like, like i just can't, can't. No. come on i can't like, yeah, I been can't. This. like do you want to watch Grey's I anatomy right. I, I actually my daughter who's nine like loves Grey's anatomy Aww. that's because of me because i'm like uh what can we compromise on you like medical shows cool i'll show you a medical show yeah. okay right. yeah this just, has got a lot of other drama in yeah again, yeah too. Oh, there's a sex scene. Close your eyes. I'm going to fast forward. Okay. We're good. I would rather
1: my kids watch a sex scene than than a wedding on TV. (laughs) Right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. No, just Cinderella
0: unrealistic wedding shit. I'm the mom mom at the movie theater.
1: Thank you so much. No, I'm the mom at the movie
0: theater when, like, you know, Cinderella's getting married and the slippers fitting where I'm like, you know, whispering in my kid's ear. I'm like, you know, this is fake, right? Shit doesn't happen.
1: This doesn't really happen.
0: Oh, yeah, Don't knows. wait for your Prince Charming. Yes. There's no glass slipper. Yes. Like, I am in her ear like, this shit ain't <laughs> real, okay, kid, Like, don't get your date. hopes up. It's not gonna I work. You're in charge of you. No one's rescuing you. Yes. Be your yes. own savior. Like, God
1: bless you for saying yes. that <laughs> I, I have offered to pay my children for every year they don't get legally married. I have <laughs> wasted too much
0: time of <laughs> my life waiting for some man to save my dumbass. where no. I could have been happened. building right. my my empire that I finally realized I needed to start building, Uh you know, like, a decade right. after so I could why have started. Else have enough. to do? It. Yeah, I
1: guess I could do it. I could. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah I And you don't realize. You you don't,
0: know, no, that. you can start an empire right now. We can all like, do it. Everybody mm-hmm. who can hear
1: this. I am in bet. the
0: present, like right now. I am in the middle of building my goddamn empire. Good for you. It you know? Absolutely. I don't need no man That's to right. help me or, or depend on while I fucking do it. I don't need any. anybody.
1: That's the thing.
0: It's about being self independent and in control of your own fucking destiny. Right. And nobody's bullshit is gonna and get me downed where I can't do it, I'll just like go around sideways of you.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that I'm way when you do want a relationship, it can be somebody you want, not somebody you need. As
0: mm-hmm. we have said, so that is like a great thing. thing. Yes,
1: yes.
0: Mm-hmm. yes. yes. Oh, it's quite a thing to learn. Too. Um, okay, yeah. so back to you. Now That's that we I'm have started. been on our, <laughs> soap oh, <line>. our <laughs> <laughs> Yes. step down for my soapbox. No, I, um, I love <laughs> it. And talk this some good. more about um the life experiences that have prompted you to write songs. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, what happened to the girl you moved here? From? Yeah, I was
0: gonna say that was what I was about to ask.
1: Sorry, I uh, <laughs> yeah, that well, it, our relationship, I would say, did not start in a healthy way. I think there was there really was um, at least on my part genuine love there. Um, we were we were friends before we dated, um, and this is a whole. Another story, but we, we didn't start in a healthy way. Um, I was married, and she was engaged at the time, and um, we started getting cl- we went to college together, but we didn't know. Um, we had like different classes and everything. We saw each other in passing. We went to church together, um, and that's how we really knew each other was church and our okay. church friends. Um, and it was like um. I think at that point, I had known uh, instinctually that I wasn't solely attracted to men. Um, but I, I I didn't know at the time, it was like, I especially being surrounded by religious people, very conservative, uh, Christian evangelical people, that it was like, I, I just didn't really acknowledge it. It was like, oh, you know, women are pretty. and. Men are, I just kind of, I'd shut off all my emotion for people, you know, and, um, being uh, physically attracted to people. So I was like, it it is what it is. I just, um, and and that's a whole nother topic, but struggling with like being demisexual or pansexual, like I'm not, there's not a whole. I'm trying to figure that out doesn't allow for any There are rules. this. Yes, yeah. This it's like, you have to parameters fit. parameters, and that is mm-hmm. all you're allowed. Yep. So yeah. It's hard to even start thinking about that. Yes. When you're in there. And so, I met her while I was married, and we were friends, and at the time, like, I wasn't being married um, to a man. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. It yeah. was. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, why? What? No. <laughs> um, I just <laughs> It's just really <laughs> <laughs> It's out there. Um, it... I, I shouldn't have gotten married in the first place. Um, so you're pretty young. How old were you when you married? I was I was twenty. Okay. Very young. Couldn't no even drink at my know? own wedding. I'm thirty. Okay. Yeah. You might not even wiggle to drink at oh, your own wedding. God. I wasn't either. I was eighteen. <laughs> right. It's yeah. It's crazy to think about too, like looking back. I can't buy liquor, but you'll let me get married. Myself. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, this is not I a can good sign decision. I kind of away all of my earthly property, but I can't <laughs> buy a beer. So I I'm know. You. It seems like such a silly thing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I, it was, and it wasn't necessarily a bad, I, I, he was not a bad person. He was a, he was a, a very kind human being. Um, and I, I liked him, but I, that whole relationship started unhealthy as well. But, um, by the time I met her, it was just kind of like, I was just this whole mess of issues that I didn't know I had. I didn't know why I had them. I just felt the effects of, what I was going through without realizing what I was going through. Um, There was a lot of depression and anxiety, which um, I think, I I had known that I was depressed at that point. Um, I started realizing in college or high school that i i was having symptoms of depression but anxiety I didn't realize until just the last few years which is crazy to me because as a child I felt felt anxiety I feel so similar that's so
0: crazy I always knew I was depressed but I didn't identify my anxiety yeah until much later,
1: which mm-hmm. it seems so Same. obvious, but it's like no, yeah. I'm just a worrywart. Yeah, you know, yes. like but I. But you by people and it's your normal. So I didn't yeah. realize not everybody <laughs> feels this way. Yeah, it's exactly. I realized we had so
0: many similarities. Everything you keep saying, I'm like, yep. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, and
1: and you don't because it's you're not. Um, it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to talk about because people just don't. That's not normal. Well, that's the point or, of this podcast, uh, which I love is so to talk much. about, and I'm yes. so grateful what's
0: supposedly shameful because it really shouldn't be it really it shouldn't just like you sharing what happened with you growing up like Mm -hmm. I can totally identify with um down to how we both used songwriting Mm -hmm. as a coping mechanism which isn't always you know that's a a very unique similarity to share with someone um but hopefully you know there's other people who are hearing that too like anything that you so. have to share You're not
1: alone yes, yeah and that's the things. whole point mm-hmm. yep. that's the whole point is to feel less alone exactly so yeah but yeah so that's kind of um I started realizing like the whole depression thing started playing in especially being married and it knowing that it was no knowing now like looking back I didn't love this person in a genuine like loving way it was just like i need this person and they're accepting of me who is a complete mess so obviously you know they love me mm-hmm. and i gotta get that because nobody else is gonna see that yep. um and i didn't realize that i wasn't loving this person i just thought they're a good human being and i'm i i can see myself taking care of them and that right. for me it was like that's and i'm love. still this way mm-hmm. yeah like if i'm taking care of this person if i'm fixing them then that's love Mm-hmm. If I'm doing things, even if I'm uncomfortable, like that, that's what love is. Mm-hmm. Like you sacrifice. sacrifice your, yeah, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, it was already miserable, and it obviously it just got worse because you can't fix yourself with another human being. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Um, and I didn't realize that that was what I was trying to do. Um, so it just compounded the issue because I wasn't aware of the issues that I had. Um, so I met this person who was my friend and we were very close and I had never experienced that kind of emotional closeness um, with someone who was also physically attracted to me um, and so, it's, it was a very interesting feeling, it's like I've only experienced this emotional connection with women and, but none of them have ever reciprocated like don't even know how to explain it it was like um we were so close so quickly and the physical stuff just kind of happened to fall into place like it it was uncomfortable for me but it wasn't it didn't seem forced it was just like this is a whole new you know when you step into something new and it's like what do I do with this right um it's so unfamiliar. yeah it's so unfamiliar and it's not accepted by anybody that I know. Um, it, with the exception of my mother who is a beautiful woman um right but which I didn't know at the
0: time oh, I mean right? I played, but that's the main thing I miss about my mom was mm-hmm. her acceptance of me yes she was a hot mess herself and wasn't yeah. always the mother that I needed yeah but the one thing she did right was that she always accepted me for mm-hmm. me she never ever ever judged me mm-hmm. I have the ability to just not judge anybody for anything like it doesn't even cross my fucking mind to judge people Mm -hmm. like it just comes very naturally to me to just judgment seems very very arbitrary and stupid like it's just not something i have ever been Mm -hmm. taught to do so i've just never done it Mm -hmm. and uh i got that from my mother yeah like she was such a mess in so many other ways but in that particular way i'm so grateful for her yes because she always made me feel so warm and accepted
1: mm-hmm. and, and that's in turn pain. that is how I treat mm-hmm. everyone in my life yeah
0: because it's just it seems like such a wasted energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. to I don't, I, I don't truly understand the purpose of judgment
1: well judgment and shame is a way stigma and shame are a way to control it. Yes, like a protection. Okay, I guess maybe. I mean, it's been so structural in this country society. You know, and like people think that's the right way to be. And I don't like to, you know, not be horrible to people. How about that? Well, like you know, I don't
0: like to act like I'm totally innocent because I'm not. Because like, there have been periods of my life where I have been extremely jealous of partners. Mm -hmm. Often it's it's been because. I was given true reason to be, but never acknowledged those true reasons, you know, like I, I was gaslighted out of believing those reasons that I was acting jealous or feeling insecure in a relationship.
1: So it was escalating. It was actually, there was
0: a, there was a foundation and reason for it, Mm -hmm. but I was gaslighted into believing that there was not. Mm -hmm. And so that somehow had like twisted my mind so much so that I believed that I was a quote unquote jealous woman even though I'm not like that's not my natural inclination mm-hmm. to behave in a jealous manner um,
1: I don't think it's anyone's natural no. But it's like that, and that to, goes back to what I to
0: mentioned better. earlier yeah. about having that child like intuition that you trust mm-hmm. and then somebody like having somebody come along and try to gaslight you into believing that that is paranoia mm-hmm. when it's really intuition and I cannot count how many times with my ex boyfriend who was such a fucking sociopath I learned out I figured out later what I learned the things that he had done but defining the line between my own paranoia and intuition was such a struggle for me when he would have me believe everything I felt was paranoia and in reality it was all my intuition going like my intuition was screaming at me yeah going Felina what the fuck are you doing this shit is fucked up. Don't fucking put up with this shit. This is insane. What the fuck is it wrong with normal. you? Run, yeah. motherfucker, run. Yep. And I've got this other voice from this person that I've decided I'm going to put some sort of level of trust in going, no, that inner voice in you is just, bullshit. That's, it. That's just paranoia. You're crazy, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, right. don't believe that. to question yourself. Yes,
1: yes. To stop. And, and then
0: that those two at yeah. battle yeah. between the intuition and yep. paranoia, that mm-hmm. has always been such a struggle for me. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I Such a struggle for me. And I still, so much. and I find it to be dependent upon the trustworthiness of whatever man you got in your life. Yes. Yep. Because there have been times when I have truly just been pe- fucking paranoid. Mm-hmm. There, like That's not inaccurate. Mm-hmm. There have been times when I've just been like, I totally projected... Some behavior that my father instilled on me yeah. or whatever unto an innocent man who truly had my best intuition in, intentions at heart
1: but you realize that though it's like you kind of but after know. the fact now. after oh, i'm yeah. busy yeah. after i'm done busy yep. testing yeah. the motherfucker
0: it's yeah. yeah. part of that growth <laughs> <Right>? is, or, <laughs> you
1: such a painful process yeah, totally. but then there's
0: been other times when my intuition was totally spot on and whatever the asshole was saying to me was just bullshit. And it's you the know? most
1: frustrating thing for me is the second that someone says you're wrong, you're being irrational. It's like the start of well, your whole I? intuition from that point forward yeah. just being gone. And you just question, like, you start to question yourself. Exactly. It's like, what is my, yeah. are my feelings and in that moment, my that moment thinking? Now, like, you know what? That, that's
0: the part where I've gotten at my, in my life right now. Where, mm-hmm. Like When I get to that point, I go, no, like, no, no, like, you don't get to influence me, and you don't get to influence me, I don't get to influence me. Let's be completely objective here. You know, like.
1: Separate the emotions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. look at things Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: objectively. I got in a fight with my dad last weekend. I don't know if he'd ever seen me as cool-headed as I was, because our quote-unquote fight consisted of him trying to be emotional and me not reacting anymore. Yeah. Which I used to. Mm -hmm. I used to, and I was just like so you're upset okay well so i made you upset well i think you're in control of your own emotions right so what they made you upset yeah. i'm busy doing me the yeah. things i'm doing aren't because of you i don't do anything because of you to hurt you yeah. it's not because you exist like, i'm
1: saying things through my lens this is my
0: life and i'm doing the things i'm doing with my life and I have nothing to do with you yeah. and being able and and that's also being able to recognize that about other people that the actions and things that other people do around us have nothing to do with us. Yep. Right. We're totally they're totally selfish. They're them trying to take care of
1: themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's such a it seems so simple that and it it's a hard does, thing, but to, it's hard. It is. It's like every it's a maturity reaction. thing too yeah. that's real
0: and I've struggled with it so yeah. much and I find myself dipping back into it and coming out. Dipping back in and coming mm-hmm. out and like the key to my own maturity being able to stay out of that and being yeah. able to consistently recognize that the emotional reactions people have have nothing to do with me. Yeah. It's not it about really
1: me. Their own it's a narcissistic they're thing
0: to think with. it is about you. you know, yeah. It has nothing to do with to you. we all want to about We do. Them. Exactly, we do. <laughs> so now, being easy. in a partnership <laughs> and part expecting someone to consider, consider their own actions for you,
1: that's, that's okay. Fair. Uh-huh. That's because fair. Because you're choosing to, like... But figuring like, out where that line is, Yes. we can yes. be hard, too, for Which is where communication well. comes in. It's really yes. the, the yes. most important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you just have to be able to be honest with yourself and with the other person. And if you can't, then it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've learned that the hard way so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Me, too. Me, too. Yeah. Me, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm very glad that you ended up in Oklahoma.
1: Thank you. I'm, I'm glad.
0: You uh, when did you break up with the girl that you moved here for? Um,
1: oh, thirteen. No, I came down here about two thousand thirteen, and I think either um twenty fifteen. I th- uh, was it twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. A few years ago. Three or four three years or four. Years yeah. Ago. Have you um, had any significant relationships since? Yes. Yeah, and I'm currently in one. Okay. Um, and it was and that was rough for her very much because for your ex. Uh huh. Because we, we had met before we broke up, mm-hmm. um, and we were just doing music together, and we were just friends, and there really wasn't, there was nothing there, um, but especially seeing how we started our relationship, which was, we both cheated on our significant others, like that's just, there's no getting around that. Of was that was how like you we got just, yeah, yeah, regardless of how miserable we were, um, that's what we chose to do, um, which I feel so bad about and it's like you try to forgive yourself well, over and over but thing. it's uh-huh. a very normal thing it's uh, yeah. just people don't like to admit that right? and it, it, and it, it wasn't is. it definitely at least for me it wasn't just like a sexual like oh we're gonna do this thing it was fun it was just like I feel emotionally relatable to this person and mm-hmm. I haven't felt that before and so it was very easy to go be with that person who actually understands me mm-hmm. um, so I think it, I think she was worried about that you know, before we broke up, which wasn't the case. It was just like, you know, we're, it was a a musical thing for sure. Um, and then we, and we were already on the rocks. It was very, like, I think we started out communicating very well and it became complicated. And I think we both needed, um, more than what we were able to, I think we were both very insecure and both unaware of, what would fix that? So it was like we were relying on each other to fix each other. And we were both... And that doesn't mess- work. It just yeah, doesn't... Never. And especially when both people are doing it, it's just like... It's going to implode. Right. Um, and so... And I'm sure we both have grown so much since that point. Um, I know I have. I'm just like a completely different person. Even just a few years ago. Um, but yeah. So we, we were kind of on the rocks. And it was silly because like I we had gotten engaged and I kind of knew I it just being an intuitive person it was like this is not I don't think this is the right thing but being the committed person that I am I wanted to be like we're going to figure this out we can We can do it. you know if we love each we other enough like we can fix we it you know love is a yeah. battlefield we just exactly. gotta fight through it yeah, that's just, such a bullshit i just gonna <laughs> oh, oh, go the whole yeah. battlefield thing <laughs> yeah. the I'm done uh-huh. oh, I've that to myself so many times <laughs> got it right and that, yep. but that's what you're taught that's yeah. what you're enforced in every movie and song and just everything in our society this is people yep. yes. them together mm-hmm. us uh huh yeah and so I think we just both had that mindset of this is not working anymore, but it's just a bump. Like it's not, but we didn't do anything to fix it. It was like we're just gonna keep being who we are, which if we just keep going, it'll fix itself. Yeah, and it's not even. I think if we were genuinely who we were and both accepted that, it it might have worked out. But we it just what we it though. was just. It was a, it was a mess, so it didn't work out, and um, I, yeah, I had ended up moving out. It, uh, the, and the person, so we we were living together, we were broken up, we were on a break, but I think we both knew like it just it it was a permanent break. And I mean, on a and, break is broken up. Yeah. No matter what, Rachel from Friends says. Yeah, <laughs> right. Thank you. I'm the on like the only person I know that was like they were on a like you can do what you want. You're on a you break. You're not do. together. You're not together. Exactly. Yep is <laughs> uh, uh, yeah thank you I'm, I feel so we'll strong now <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was just just now yeah. yeah that was mean um, I know so many people that are like that doesn't mean you can do it. and I'm like yeah it yes, really so does yes it does actually that. Like, does, anything, it does. Just, yeah but anyway yeah. Um, otherwise why would you be on the break right, right? No, there's no there's no point because, of the break. you yeah. do what is good for you um, but yeah so we and, but we were still living together and we had talked about you know we can do whatever and I had a, I, I Went on a date with this person, and she initially she was like, Oh, yeah, that's great. You know, you do you. And it was like the idea of it was like fine with her, but actually doing it just yeah, when I came back, and obviously accidentally I had like a hickey, whatever it was. And it was was not planned, it was not planned. Um, It it. happened, whatever. Um, You get horny, it's fine. Um, And so, and she was just livid, and it was like. I understand that you're feeling a lot of things, but I didn't do this to hurt you. It's like, not it about you. It just happened. It's not exactly. about That's you. That's what I was
0: talking about earlier. Like you exactly. were doing it for you and to feel okay to be selfish like yeah. that's such a struggle with a lot of people i struggled with being it's, okay with feeling like it was okay to do what i fucking wanted yes.
1: to do uh-huh. and yeah. i still struggle with that yep, like i have too. to look out for the other person first and then yep. if they're okay mm. then i'm okay People well yep. yeah. you know what i am all about destroying
0: the people pleasing gene I'm that exists within women
1: oh, so. it's
0: it's so frustrating So what's your relationship status now, if you don't
1: mind me? Yeah, um, so I am with uh, that same man that I uh, went on the date with, and um, we're, yeah, we're still together, we're living together, and um, she, I think, is married to a woman. Okay. Um, So you haven't ever really been single. No. Because you've moved from one relationship to another. A serial exactly. monogamous yes. would you say? Yes. And, and it's it's I'm realizing that now and it, mm-hmm. I hate that because it's like I don't necessarily look for a relationship but if the they opportunity comes up <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just, if it's yeah, there I'm right. going to, yeah, okay.
0: Well, um, we will have to uh, follow up with you in another episode perhaps. Yes. Uh, and see if the serial monogamy has continued. <laughs> yeah. I am
1: just, yeah, yeah, that sounds
0: great. I'm
1: awesome. so happy that I got to talk with you
0: Well, guys. thank you so much for hanging out with us and chatting with thank us tonight. You. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: thank you. You can contact the podcast at brokebrokenpodcast at com. The Broken Broken Podcast can be found online at www.brokebrokenpodcast.com. On Twitter, at Broke Broken Show. On Instagram and Facebook, at Broke Broken Podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube.